At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSEN, the sports betting network. Three of the nightcap here on VSIN alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray, live from the Circus Sportsbook. We get closer and closer to the NFL draft, closer and closer to the NBA playoffs. A play in tournament starts tomorrow night. We've got first up, Nets taking on the Cavaliers, followed by the Clippers and the Minnesota Timberwolves. That line right now in the nightcap, so to speak. Uh, Minnesota lay in three, total of 230 and a half. And Brooklyn and Cleveland, that is an eight and a half point spread. Charlotte, Atlanta, that's on Wednesday night, Sean. Uh, right now, Atlanta laying four and a half. And New Orleans laying five against San Antonio. Uh, those are your two games on Wednesday, the 9 10 games. And then the winner of the 9 10 games play the loser of the 7 8 games on Friday night. <clears throat> I like two dogs, one favorite, and indifferent in the fourth game. So I like the Clippers to win outright. Yeah. I like the Spurs plus the points. I do like that. I like Atlanta minus the points, and I don't have an opinion in Cleveland, Brooklyn. All right. Well, let's uh, see what our next guest, Nick Whalen from Rotowire, believes uh, of these play-in games and big picture of the NBA playoffs. Nick, you can follow him on Twitter at Whalen. Replace the L with the number one, W-H-A-1. 
E and Nick, appreciate it, man. Let's uh, let's jump into these play-in games. We just went over the spreads and the totals. Anything jumping out of you in any of the four play-in games that we have in front of us, both tomorrow and on Wednesday night? Yeah, well, first of all, I think we have to start with the Cavs and the Nets, right? And I, I'm a little surprised at how big that number is. I mean, we, we have to keep in mind that these teams were basically even record-wise through the regular season, although everyone pretty much believes that Brooklyn is the vastly superior team, but I wasn't sure what this number would come in at. And eight and a half, it's it's a little bit larger than I thought. I mean, we, I thought we saw these teams play a pretty close game on Friday night, one that was really close, you know, all the way through the first three quarters. And then as Brooklyn has done a few times over the last couple of weeks, you know, they kind of play with their food for two, three quarters and then turn it on when they have to in the fourth. I just wonder eventually, is that style going to run out? You know, I still don't love what Brooklyn has outside of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. They will have Seth Curry back, which is big. They will have Goran Dragic back, which adds some more depth. But yeah, beyond those two guys, you know, it's it's a little bit bleak in terms of that supporting cast for the Nets. Uh, Nick, from the Cavs standpoint, where are they injury-wise? Like, uh, I know Jared Allen's missed a lot of time. Evan Mobley, Mobley was struggling with the ankle. Colin Sexton, where are they coming into this playoff game? So we thought there might be a chance that Jared Allen could get back for this playing game. It was never, you know, all that definitive. He was on the court getting a workout in prior to their regular season finale on Sunday, but they did rule him out earlier in the day today. So no Jared Allen, uh, although they were able to get Evan Mobley back uh, at the end of the regular season. So Mobley should be a full go. He played 30 plus minutes in his first game back after missing uh, a decent chunk of time. So, you know, having Mobley back is big, but you know, Jared Allen is, is really the straw that stirs the drink for this team. And and obviously they lost both guys in quick succession and things fell apart so quickly, you know, from what looked like might be a season where they finished like fourth or fifth in the East. All of a sudden they tumble down to eighth. And, you know, for as great as Evan Mobley has been, I think asking him to step up and essentially be, you know, the number two option on both ends of the floor alongside Darius Garland, when the one and two option for the Brooklyn Nets on the other side are Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, that's a little much for me. So I, I'm a little concerned that, you know, this season that has felt like it was such a win for the Cavaliers blowing through their projected win total, like halfway through the season. I mean, if they lose tomorrow night, they're on the verge of potentially missing the playoffs entirely. Yeah. And let's get to who they could play if they lose. Uh, and mm -hmm. that could be Atlanta. Obviously they had success last year in the postseason, And when you've got a guy like Trey young and playing him in a one game situation, uh, just ask Philadelphia how that uh, mm -hmm. is. So Atlanta gets Charlotte. They're laying four and a half. Sean just mentioned before you came on, Nick, he does like the chalk there. He would like he would lay the four and a half with Atlanta. So let's look at that game on Wednesday night. And then if Atlanta or Charlotte prevails, what kind of test would that be for Cleveland? Yeah, I, I think that line is about right. I wouldn't have been surprised if it was a little bit closer. Um, I, I think these teams are very similar in a lot of ways. I think Charlotte especially plays a really fun brand of basketball, but then you look up and you look through their game log and, you know, they'll beat a bad team by 25 points and they'll turn around and lose to a good team by 25 points uh, the next night. So they, they've kind of always been a, a, you know, two steps forward, one step back uh, type of team throughout the season. I, I think I'm with you, Sean, on the Hawks. That's the team I trust more. I know this season has felt like kind of a disappointment overall, considering this team was in the Eastern Conference Finals and leading the Eastern Conference Finals at one point, uh, not all that long ago. Uh, and here they are now scrapping to even get into the field. But at the end of the day, as much as I love LaMelo Ball, as, as great of a story as Miles Bridges' breakout has been, the Hawks still have the best player in this series and the, the most trustworthy player uh, in this playing game, I should say. And that's Trey Young. So 
Yeah, I, I'm not sure I'm in love with the Hawks minus four and a half. I, I think I would take the Hawks uh, to win straight up, but I may be looking at Trey Young over 31 and a half points mm. in this game. Uh, he averages nearly five more points per game this season without John Collins. Collins will not play on uh, Tuesday night in this one. And, you know, Charlotte has done a decent job defending Trey Young this season. They defend him really aggressively. They'll pick him up. They'll double him at the top, try to force the ball out of his hands. So something I like even more than the points prop is looking at his assist prop, which is at 11 and a half. Uh, you can even take a look at points plus assists on DraftKings. Uh, plenty of options to target this one. Uh, Nick Whalen here from uh, NBA editor from Roto-Wire. You can follow him at what1en. When you look at the Hornets totals, Nick, it almost looks like all their games go to overtime. I mean, they all, they're, they're pushing the 260 mark. It seems nightly. The number sits at 236 and a half. Should we expect a slowed down game, a game probably where there's slightly higher priority placed on actually defense and rebounding? Is there maybe some value on going under the 236 and a half or you think the number's about right? Yeah, I, th I think the number's about right. I mean, if this was maybe a seven-game series uh, and you typically see that that classic feel-out game in game one, you know, where, where players are tight, you're maybe trying out new defensive tactics. Uh, but I, I think we're going to see two teams that don't really have a lot of other options. You know, I, I think if, if Charlotte could defend better, they would have by now. And if Atlanta could defend better, they would have by now. Uh, and that's kind of what you get when, you know, both of these teams, the head of the stake, uh, are players like Lamella Ball and Trey Young, who are dynamic, incredible, top-tier offensive players, but guys who, you know, if, if those guys are playing 35 to 40 minutes, you're going to struggle defensively. And, and like you said, Charlotte's been one of those teams that, yeah, when you comb through the box scores or, or you know, the, the game logs with them, it's you know, 130, 135, 125, seemingly every night. I think both of these teams want to run and gun. I mean, these are two top five offenses uh, since the All-Star break, number two and number five, respectively. I think we're going to see a lot of points, and I'd go over here. Nick Whalen from Roto-Wire joining us. Nick, uh, the last game of the play-in tournament uh, is Wednesday night with the Pelicans, and uh, with the Pelicans right now a five-point favorite against the Spurs, mm -hmm. five-and-a-half, uh, I believe is what it opened at. Um, it, it Spurs, you know, it, doubting the Spurs in a situation like this seems like silly to do. Brandon Ingram, questionable, uh, at least per the mm -hmm. Pelicans, so... What is your feel on the likelihood of Ingram playing on Wednesday night? And, and do you like, who do you, who would you prefer in this spot uh, if you have a play? So I will say, I mean, this is the game I feel the least strongly about. Mm -hmm. And part of that is, you know, the cloud around Brandon Ingram status. And it, it's easy, I think, to look at players who missed the, the final game or, or game or two at the end of the regular season and say, oh, maybe they were just resting him. But he missed three straight games, you know, that New Orleans was trying to win at the end of the regular season. So I think this is a very legitimate hamstring injury. He missed a string of 10 games uh, with, with a hamstring injury uh, earlier in the second half of the season. So, you know, his availability and, and even if he does play, which I, I think we expect, um, but what does he look like? You know, if he's out there, if he's at 70%, that changes things quite a bit for me. So I think we need a little more clarity on Brandon Ingram's status before we dive into this one. But I, I think I lean the Pelicans, you know, very quietly. This has been a top 10 team in both offense and defense since the break, I think CJ McCollum has fit in really nicely. Uh, they're, they're having some success, you know, with that bigger lineup with Jackson Hayes and Jonas Valanciunas up front, basically using CJ McCollum as a de facto point guard. And the biggest thing is Devontae Graham is just not playing that many minutes anymore. Uh, he's a guy who can, can get hot from three. He can, he can pass a little bit, but, you know, he's a disaster <laughs> defensively. And, and not that McCollum is prime Gary Payton by any means, but he's an upgrade in that regard. So if we get Brandon Ingram at close to 100%, I think I like the Pelicans with the points. 
If not, this one could get interesting. I mean, you have to consider the Spurs won three of their four matchups in the regular season. Nick, let's look ahead to some of the series we know that are going to take place in, in the Bucks and Bulls. Uh, the Bucks mm-hmm. they played it perfectly, uh, if you believe in that sort of thing. Uh, they they beat the Celtics earlier in the week. They set themselves up so they could you know, basically depict where they wanted to go. They grabbed the three seed against the Bulls team that they've swept this year. Uh, the Bulls have really struggled against teams with winning records. Uh, their eight, their record uh, against uh, as a dog this year is eleven and twenty-three uh, ATS. So, with that being said, I feel like it's it feels too easy to say, well, the Bucks are just going to sweep the Bulls because you can get plus two sixty, SL plus two seventy-five. What's your anticipation of this Bucks Bulls series? Well, if there's one series, uh, and obviously we don't know all the series quite yet, but right. of the ones that we do know, if there's one that does jump out as an obvious sweep situation, it is this one, and for good reason, right? I mean, I think even with Milwaukee not being as consistently dominant as it's been over the previous two or three years, uh, they've had Chicago's number all year. They've won each of those games handily. And like you said, I mean, the Bulls have struggled both straight up and against the spread uh, against teams that are 500 or better, and especially against the top-tier teams in the NBA. And, and it feels like these teams are trending in opposite directions. Like there's, there's just so much working in favor of the bucks and so much working against Chicago. With that said, I mean, this is the bulls team that has a you know potential second team, all NBA guy in DeMar DeRozan, another you know borderline perennial all-star in Zach Levine, another former all-star in Nick Vucevic. So this is not a, a full on pushover matchup. Yeah. Would not be surprised if Chicago is able to steal one game, but when you're talking game to game against the spread, you, know, you mentioned that ATS record for Chicago. They're going to be underdogs in every single game of this series, unless there's an injury on the Milwaukee side. Nick Whalen at Whalen replaced the L with great the number stuff, one. Nick. Nick, great stuff. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. 
Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with Some everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers 
has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCasts wherever you get your podcasts. Good stuff. Appreciate Nick Whalen coming on. Uh, what was his favorite plays? He liked Trey Young props. Yeah, over like on points, over, points, over on assists. Assist. Yeah. That is a high total, 236 and a half on yeah. Wednesday night. I got to say, John Collins not playing kind of bothers me. I probably just watch this game now. Yeah. And uh, once again, Brandon Ingram, questionable. I was reading um, JBT's write-up on the Western Conference. Make sure to check out vsin.com. Uh, and uh, he said he grabbed five and a half, which no longer exists uh, with San Antonio. So we will see uh, as that goes. But Brooklyn, Cleveland tomorrow night, Brooklyn laying eight and a half, Minnesota, Clip- Minnesota against the Clippers, Minnesota laying three. Sean is on the Clippers in that one. Charlotte, Atlanta right now, Wednesday night with Atlanta laying four and a half, and then New Orleans and San Antonio on late Wednesday with uh, New Orleans right now laying five with the uh, total of 229. How's your baseball game going? Uh, we're up 3-2. Right. Uh, two outs. Giants are at the plate, man, on second. So we can get the guy at the plate out, get out of the inning, still up a run. That'll be great. By the way, over the, uh, <laughs> over the weekend, so what was it, Aaron? On opening night, the Padres... Uh, you Darvish went six innings without allowing a hit, got pulled. They ultimately lost that game. Then the following night, the Padres went seven innings without allowing a hit. So Circa put up a prop. We joked about it on the show about will they put up a prop of, you know, the Padres going deep into the game without allowing a hit. I think they set the over-under at five innings, and it was plus 1,200 to the yes. There would be no hits allowed and, like, minus 2200 or something like that to the no. Uh, they gave up a hit in the first. I think it was Joe Musgrove who gave up a hit in the first. Uh, but the reason it was interesting was I think it was the anniversary of last year mm-hmm. when Musgrove threw the first no hitter in Padres franchise history. Okay. And then they had two starting pitchers go without allowing a hit. Um, so we're, we're pulling for the Padres here for Mr. Oh. King. We've got Craig Stammon, my, my guy, former Nat. On the hill. He uh, did not have a great opening day. He's doing fine right now. Uh, he just needs one more strike. Uh, I'd love the guy to chase a high fastball out of the strike zone that he cannot get to. Be tremendous. Uh, that wasn't what I wanted. Oh, boy. One right down the center of the oh, plate. Yeah. Get there. Oh! oh, we caught it. What oh! a catch. What a catch. There we go. Stamming, you stupid boy. I mean, he <laughs> threw the ball right down the middle of the plate. Great catch. Who was that? Who's the center fielder for the Padres? That was a left fielder. Uh, wow. I got to do my uh, my stuff on baseball now that baseball is fully going. I got to catch up. It's Profar. Jack, Jackson. Jerkson Profar. Yeah, Jerkson. Yeah, great catch, bro. There you go. Woo! Helping you out there. Yeah, man. Greg Stammen not helping you out. Yeah, no, I mean, he threw it right down the middle of the plate. I was jeez. I mean, you, they don't put it right there on T-ball. Like, <laughs> God, are you point shaving? All right. Well, 3-2 on to the eighth. Uh, Sean's got the Padres tonight taking on the Giants on the road. Uh, Jerks and Profar will be getting a, uh, a nice thank you note in the mail. So uh, let's keep talking about these play-in tournaments. We'll start with the Eastern Conference. So last year, remember, 
the Warriors were the eight seed. They lost the opener to the Lakers in a thriller. And then everybody on the earth was on the Warriors that Friday night at home, and the Grizzlies came and beat them. Right, so right. I don't know if we're going to have a situation like that again. Uh, maybe if the Clippers lose, the, the public will be pretty heavily on the Clippers there at home on Friday night. But let's take a look at the Eastern Conference first. You could play these, uh, the exacta, so to speak, of who will come out of each play-in tournament. The Nets and Cavaliers, the 7-8 and eight seed, that's minus 165. Nets Hawks, I know you're intrigued by that, plus 240. Nets Hornets, 7 to 1. Cavaliers Hawks, Nets get eliminated, 12 to 1. And then your longest shot would be the 8 seed and the 10 seed coming out. Nets, or sorry, Cavaliers and Hornets, that is 50 to 1. Is this getting too cute for you? I'm going Cavs and Hornets. No Nets, no Hawks. Get them out of there. Get out of here. <laughs> I think Nets and Hawks make some makes the most sense. Plus two forty, kind of what I said before. You know, when I said take the no on yep. Cleveland and the yes on um but again, I I'm not super confident in the Hawks without John Collins. You know, he's a big part, you know, of of what makes them, you know, a team that made a run last year in the Eastern Conference playoffs. So you know, if Charlotte's hitting their shots on any given night, they can score hundred and fifty. So it just we're gonna see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I won't be heavily invested in that. I am gonna probably in-game bet it. I mean, if Collins was playing, I was gonna lay the number with the Hawks, but I'm probably in-game bet it. See how the game's going. Yeah, and you just look. I mean, you look down the stretch uh, from you know the middle of March on for Cleveland. You know, I know they've been dealing with injuries, but they closed out the season, Sean. I think. Three and eight. They yeah, really but they struggled. They didn't have Jared Allen and also not Evan Mobley. Well, they're not going to have Jared a, Allen either. I know, but Evan Mobley was out right. too for for oh, for sure a lot of that stretch. Then you look at the the Hawks, a team that went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Certainly, it's it's been a bit of a disappointing season. Um, Let me ask you this: But they've been playing a little bit better down the stretch. Why can't Cleveland beat Brooklyn? They could. Yeah, it's just a one game deal. Absolutely. I may lay, I may play Cleveland money line just to. Spice it up? Yeah. I just want to see the drama of Brooklyn having to play a, a, a one game or they don't make the one playoffs game. type of situation. That's I just want to see that for entertainment purposes. Well, because I wondered, too, for a moment, you know, if the Bucks got the two seed, if the Nets would be like, nah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll go and play Miami in the first round. But it'll be Boston. That's another thing, too. And we, Boston can beat Brooklyn, by the way. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I'd be very curious to see – what that series price is because Boston will be a favorite in game one. Mm -hmm. I think that is Brooklyn minus 120 for the series and Boston even money. Nah, it'll be, be more than that. More than that? Yeah, it'll be more than that. I think it's good. I think because Boston's been playing people so well. People still have Brooklyn like as the favorite. No, I know. East. Well, a lot of the, you know, a lot of people yeah. have that just because of liability purposes. Right. But. I guarantee Brooklyn's. At least minus 200 no, to win the series. No, no, no. Watch. I'm Are telling you, you. A little cigar bet? Nope. Uh, I'll take Brooklyn. You can take Boston to win the series. No. Oh. You you're, you tried this. I almost got you to bite on Brooklyn would be a one and done a couple weeks ago. Oh, 
Sweet. But that was if they were going to play the Bucks. No, you were just no, you were so bullish on the Nets. You know why are they up there? They're going to be out in the first round. I was like, all right, cigar bet. Maybe. They're the second choice. Boston's the fourth choice. Do you do you have short term memory loss? Like we had this conversation on the show. I almost got you to get over or under one. What round. do you think of back in uh, league MVP at plus four fifty? Who Nikola Jokic? <laughs> We're talking Eastern Conference. Oh, man. you said the league MVP. Right. And I was like, well, I'm confused. Yeah. Nicole Jokic. Joel Embiid. No, no. Jokic. Embiid. Boom, bye, Embiid. Boom, bye, Two to one odds. No. Three to one. No. Why not? I'm giving you three to one. I don't trust the odds. voters to make the right decision. Or, or, hear me out. Jokic is the rightful MVP. And as Chris Miles said, I agree. All three are worthy of the MVP. Only one can get it, and that's going to be the guy who so won So I think year. you give it to the guy in that situation that hasn't won one yet. Jokic has won one. Giannis has won one. This if Embiid's having a, No, but if Embiid's having the kind of year where Chris admits all three of them deserve it, then give it to the guy who's never won one. What are you talking about? Okay, Chris basically said... Everyone gets a, a no, participation No, trophy? Chris basically said all three are deserving of the award. Yeah, correct? and then he ranked them and said Jokic, Giannis, Well, first Embiid. of all, he said Jokic because he said he's seen the lines. And they're right. He said I He agree. said Giannis because I'm CEO of Team Giannis. True. And then he put Embiid in there because of merit. You're the guy who came on here with, I think all of them are worthy, but I'm not going to bring them down. Jokic, I haven't brought anyone down. You said merit. Jokic. Right, because his Jokic was based on the... NBA record. Is that is that anything? 2,000 points. Hey, hit us up on Twitter. Let rebounds. us know what you guys think. Who should assists. be NBA MVP? No, 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 no. I'm saying it's Joel Embiid. He's saying Nikola Jokic. I don't have an issue if Jokic wins it, but I think Embiid deserves to get it. I don't... I have no opinion. What he's I'm done telling you this the, year, dealing with light skin, and now dealing with Harden. All I'm saying is Man, that's stressful. Nikola Jokic will be the MVP, Sean. Nope. I'm a news reporter, so I just report the facts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Conquer the competition for cash with the Northman Clash on the Ice Challenge. Join two free-to-play pools and compete for your share of 10 grand in total cash prizes with your hockey predictions. Head to DraftKings.com/Northman now to join the action. Northman in theaters, April 22nd. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Let's see here. Tweet just came in from Phil. Hate to jump in the middle of a lover's quarrel, but Jokic will be MVP. Hater. Full disclosure, I have multiple tickets on him. <laughs> well, who is this guy? I don't even What's have. What's his handle? Uh, at no filter. He ain't man enough to at me. You got tweets that you retweeting all the time that no one ats me in. See, I protect you. What does that mean? 
By the way, put your money where your mouth is. I'll give you, let's see, what are the odds right now at DraftKings? I will give you those odds proportionally for MVP. They don't even have them up right now. Jokic is going to win. Three to one odds. Uh, I don't trust the voters to do the right thing. I don't trust the voters to do the right thing. Five to one. No. No. It's like I gave you ten to one odds. No, because I feel like I I felt when I took the Villanova and the seating back, and I promised myself content or no content, I won't ever make myself vulnerable like that again. Well, I was lambasted by every guest we had such a great in bet. studio on Skype via Zoom, <laughs> phone call. Such a good All bet. the production guys just looked at me and shake their head. Like I'll never, I'll never ever make myself vulnerable like that again. Six to one. No. I mean, you got the big lead. I mean, you'll get a whole box of cigars. Nah, I'm good. I'm good where I'm at. Because I feel like you know. I feel like you've I don't talked know to anything. some people. And I talked to, I mean, I, I read and that an article that came out about a week ago said that 63 of the hundred voters would vote Jokic again. Not to completely switch topics on you, but something just popped in my head that we yeah. haven't talked about. What's up? Did you hear the backstory behind this Brady to the Dolphins no. deal and what actually like happened? ownership or something like that? So he was going to get a percentage of the team. He was going to be the quarterback. Sean Payton was coming as the new head coach. Really? Yes. Was this credible? Was this this like, is credible. Was this like, at like your cigar lounge no, at 2 this o'clock is come in the morning? Out, like, hey, Sean, did you hear about this? Listen, I got a guy I wish, who knows a guy who I wish. knows another guy. I mean, this has been on all the national shows really? now. Yes. and I heard about the percentage that he Yes, could, he yeah. was going to be the quarterback. Payton was coming as the head coach. And then the Brian Flores lawsuit happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then... Brady flew to Manchester for a Manchester United game. Everyone knows the Glazers own Tampa and Manchester United. And shortly thereafter, Brady came back to be the Bucs quarterback. Now, where the story has a lot of irony, it also is the suddenness that happened with Bruce Arians stepping down. So was Brady's – was his – Tipping point for whether or not he was coming back only if Coach Arians isn't the head coach. I mean, this could be a movie. Maybe. maybe. I mean, this could be a movie. Do we have any cameras down there? Like, Stephen Ross is probably one of the biggest boosters for Michigan. So, him and Tom have known each other for years. Mm -hmm. You know, Sean Payton, Tom Brady have the same agent. So, I mean, like, what is really happening behind the scenes? Like, I think, Visa, we got to get a inspection department. We got to get some private eyes, man. <laughs> Imagine that if he had gone to Miami. And then he would have played against the Patriots twice. And a lot of people think it's why Belichick sent Flores the text. Because, remember, that oh whole Flores God. thing started because Belichick texted oh him that the Giants were going to hire Dayball. Remember, that's where it all came out. Maybe Belichick had got oh. wind that Tom was going to Miami, and he was like, oh, no. You got a tinfoil hat on over there? I'm just saying. It all is believable, right? I mean, nothing would be surprising. Like, when did Belichick. NFL turn into a reality show? As for a couple of years. Like, you couldn't even write a script. 
that uh, matches what has happened in the National Football League from the end of the Super Bowl to today. Are there rumors and reports? I don't know. I uh, That Arians and Brady weren't getting Oh, home? there are a bunch of reports. Really? There, and that Tom, because Tom's a grinder. Tom's a get there yeah. first, leave last. That's not Coach Arians. Coach Arians is a get your work done, get out of here. And it's worked. They won a championship. Won a championship. So, Coach Arians is not also not a butt kisser right. in that he's a lot more Belichick-ish when it comes to how he deals, especially with his star players. He doesn't sugarcoat things. He's direct. He's honest. You know, he came out and said Brady's gotten way too much credit for the success here in Tampa. <laughs> that it's actually Byron Leftwich designing the <laughs> offense and calling the plays. I mean, so, I mean, he he's like an OG. He keeps it 100. God, I hope that's true. And there's some sort of documentation of it. Right. It's a fascinating movie. <laughs> <laughs> the offseason after COVID. <laughs> I mean, jeez. Hopefully we get it one day. When Brady comes back on uh, the day they announced the uh, brackets for March Madness, yeah. Deshaun Watson pops up out of nowhere. After, I mean, he goes to Cleveland. I mean, still, I'm still little... Tyreek Hill gets traded. Devontae Adams gets traded. I mean, what's next? I'm still a little annoyed with Tom Brady. Like, we had a, we had a great show going on. Sean was in the pool. <laughs> right. And I'm like, oh, Tom Brady's coming back. I mean, they have just been fascinating. We have coaches suing organizations now. I just, this has been a lot going on. It has been a lot. It's been a lot. Well, um, switching to your. Oh, I forgot the best thing. What's that? The Washington football team became the commanders. That is true. Good old commanders. Get excited. Um, switching over to Puck Stradamus over there. Yeah, it was only one game tonight, and I had to win a peg Jets, but, again, I wasn't going to put anybody on just one game. There was other stuff out there in baseball that I thought was better. Well, I want to know, are the Knights going to make the playoffs? I hope not because they stink. Odds right now, minus 110 both ways. Yes or no, will the Knights make the playoffs? There was a, a great breakdown at Sinbin Vegas because the Knight or the Kings lost yesterday to Minnesota. So the Knights have a game in hand with LA and they trail by two points. The Knights' remaining schedule is not easy. At Vancouver, at Calgary, at Edmonton, home to the Devils, Washington, and San Jose. At Dallas, at Chicago, at St. Louis to close out the year. So six of the last nine games are on the road. Strength of schedule, fifty uh, five forty four. Sean, the Kings' strength of schedule is four ninety three, and once again, the tiebreaker goes to the Knights. Can the Knights catch the Kings if they just win their next game against Vancouver? They're tied up with the same amount of games to go. Do the Knights make the playoffs? I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, the Kings and Dallas aren't world beaters either, so they're capable of Dallas's you know, schedule down the going stretch below five hundred. No five thirty nine. Yeah, it's just. But the Knights aren't very good, especially on defense. Learner's not very good in goal. Like, I mean, they still have Piccarelli and Eichel. You know, they Stone have, was on the ice today, right? So if you get Stone back, and I'd probably say yes, but. 
I mean, I'm not a fan of Vegas this year. I think they got some issues they got to address this offseason, you know, and come back next year and, and just be better. They make the playoffs. They sneak up and grab. They're going to lose first round. But if they the abs. Well, no. If they get the Knights, they avoid the abs, and they would play Edmonton. Because they would get the third spot in the Pacific. I got you. But if they catch, if they do catch the Stars instead, they, then, can't, they can't beat McDavid and Bunch either, though. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. Edmonton, but you never know. Edmonton's first line on offense is best in the league. They're really good. Yeah, they. Uh, think Colorado comes out of the West this year. No, Bucks or Dallas? They'll blow it. Like last year. Yeah, they'll blow they blew it. it to the. I mean, they played the Knights last year. They lost. Their, their problem is the Wild are playing really good. So they absolutely get the stars of the Calgary's the playing round. really good. You know, so, I mean, we'll see. I mean, they kind of get a break because, you know, Florida, Carolina, Tampa, Pittsburgh, you know, Toronto, I mean, they, they're scoring goals like, you know, yeah, they're put, playing. Uh, put some respect on my Cavs Air game. hockey. Yeah, the Cavs. Cavs Cap, got no shot. Cavs are playing well. They're so frugazy. Just beat the Bruins, Penguins, and who would who'd they beat last week? Oh, they beat the Lightning. How'd that happen, Sean? Yeah, they better get in. Mm. Get oh, in. they're in. Yeah, they're in. Yeah, they're in. Ooh, I hope we get the I hope we get the Caps in the playoffs. World champion Caps. Put that. Put some respect on that name. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from 
crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so, I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get everything you need to bet on baseball this season, like Sean sweating out the Padres right now. 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, including advice, data, and strategy for only 19 bucks. Our digital MLB guide at VEASAN.com is available now. Adam Burke has futures, team previews, best bets for all 30 teams, plus Jason Weingarten's MLB future bets, trends, and more. Sign up today and get full access to VEASAN through the NFL Draft for only 19 bucks. Head on over to vcin.com slash spring. We got Sean sweating out 
San Diego Padres right now. Padres to win over the San Francisco Gigantes. And uh, he's got a little little perspiration uh, going on on the brow. Pierce Johnson is uh, his new best friend. Well, here's the deal. Pierce is trying to be too cute, and the umpire is squeezing us. I mean, I don't even know why balls and strikes are still called by a human in baseball. I mean, with all the technology, just let a buzzer. Like, if it buzzed the left side, it's a strike. If it buzzed the right side, it's a ball. And just take it out of the ump's hands. No umps, huh? I mean, you don't need them. They can't see anyway. Okay, we got a one-two count. I got Pierce J. P. Johnson, baby. <laughs> My guy. Come on, one strike. Get out the inning. Oh, man. I love it. I love it, Sean. I'm not a fan of relievers. Generally, when I bet baseball, I bet the first five. Yeah, I bet the first five, Just man. because, like... Trust the starter. You that just way. never know. Like even the best ones, like they'll come in and got him. There we go. Never a doubt. Never a doubt. Swing and a miss. Jerks and Profars made the catch of the season already for Sean. They working with me. <laughs> they are working with me. Here you go. I'd like a couple insurance runs here. That probably make me feel a little better. Headed to the eighth inning or ninth inning. Excuse me. Padres leading the Giants three to two, and uh, Sean is happy. I am happy. So earlier tonight, uh, great stuff. We'll uh, we'll put it up on YouTube. Sean broke down his wide receivers, and you want to run through quickly. Just uh, recap your top wide receivers. Yeah, I have Jamison Williams, number one, Alabama. I think when you look at the tape, he's special. Uh, I mean, I think these guys are all really good. He's special, like his ability to accelerate, his top end speed. You know, the high pointing of the football, the yards after the catch, the consistency in catching the football. I mean, he's exceptional, and I would not allow a torn ACL with all the technology, the advancements we've made in rehabilitation and, you know, how to regain, you know, the same level of strength and explosion we had before, after injury. I I wouldn't let that move me away from taking him number one. However, Drake London is really good as well, so – I wouldn't be upset. He's my number two guy. Garrett Wilson is my number third. Christian Watson is the kid that I love that a lot of people don't know about from North Dakota State. I think he's going to be a superstar in the National Football League, so I have him rated as my fourth best receiver. Uh, The kid from Arkansas, Traylon Burks, I have number five, simply because he's a Debo Samuel, in my opinion. Big dude. Yeah, where he goes matters. I think you're going to have to get creative. He can line up at receiver, but I think his biggest impact is going to come from his versatility, being able to move it running back, run some different packages, you know, just do different things like San Francisco does with Debo. So because of that, I have him rated at five, but talent-wise, he's just as good as the four in front of him. Uh, Chris Olave, probably the, the best pure route runner um, in the class, but I also think he probably plays the least physical brand of football. You know, not that he – is soft or anything like that. I just think he has to go to a finesse-type system to really excel and be at his best. So that's my top six. Jamin Williams, Jamison Williams, uh, Drake London, Garrett Wilson, Christian Watson, Traylon Burks, and Chris Alave. And all of them have first-round grades. Yes. And George Pickens has an asterisk because he's a guy came back from an ACL this past year, 
got back to Georgia end of the season, you know, probably wasn't as explosive initially, you know, as he was before. But, I mean, his early in his career film at Georgia is number one pick in the draft good. So, real quickly, I, w- I want to get to uh, a couple bets, and, and I'm actually going to make a bet here tonight. Uh, this will be my second real NFL draft. I took a couple flyers early on in the process. How much is sweat with you for draft? Malik Willis, uh, what I get it at? What was that? 75 to 1 to be first round? 75? Not going to happen. To be in the first round? No, to be the first oh. overall pick. Like, not not going to happen. Uh, that one. Uh, I think I took at 650 to go first, but I really locked in on Kenny Pickett to be the first quarterback selected at plus 180. I just felt like the uh, so if you bait, you know, plus at 180 is about 36% chance. I think it's more of a 50 50, maybe even a slight lean towards him mm-hmm. just because of the Panthers' connection. And it feels like he might be slightly more ready right now than He's Malik not, Willis. But I hear what you're saying. <laughs> There's no such um, thing as slightly more ready. It's I, either you are ready or you aren't. Well, like but he, from a betting perspective, I think it's a pretty solid bet to say Kenny Pickett. If no one trades up, right. goes six to Carolina. I think Scott Fitterer said as much with his comments that he made. And you could also, if you want to, and I think Aaron made this bet, I might do it too, you could just bet Kenny Pickett to Carolina at plus 160. So if you prefer that way instead Does of – Does he have to go at six? No. Yeah. The Panthers' first pick has to be Kenny Pickett. Yeah, see, that's what I think. Actually, I th- no. I think it just has going... to be, he has to go to Carolina, but he's going to go – First pick to Carolina, but they're not going to have two pick, a pick in the middle. So, um, real quickly, uh, one more bet here, just a moment. But did we talk about Jahan Dotson a little at yes. all? Yes. Not you're not the biggest. Well, I think fan of his. Five ten, one seventy eight out of yeah. I don't State. like him as much as I like the other guys. Like I, the other, all the other guys, I think can play outside. He's probably the only one that only can play in a slot. And you really like so. In addition to Christian Watson, you are a big fan of Jalen Torbert. Holbert, yes, from South, South Alabama. Alabama. Yes, I like him. Probably well. second, third round pick. Uh, but the bet I'm going to make, got to lay the juice. So it's uh, sometimes tough to, to to bite that juice. But I'm going to go over five and a half wide receivers in the first round. Um, based off your evaluation, and then you just look at mocks around, almost every mock has six wide receivers. And I think we've gotten to the point, barring some sort of craziness in the next three weeks, Wilson, Williams, Alave, London, and Burks, they're all locks to go in the first round. Mm-hmm. You have teams like the Chiefs, like the Saints, like the Packers, all with wide receiver needs, all with two picks. That is beneficial. You know, I know it's a deeper class. Could you get someone in the second round? Yeah, but it feels like that top-end talent is plug-and-play. We can get a starter. So we're just hoping for Pickens, Moore, Dotson, Watson. One of those guys sneaks into the back end of the first half and we win our bet. I think it's going to need to be Olave. Well, I already mentioned Olave. Yeah, I know. Wilson? Oh, because you love Watson so right. much. Yeah. I'm just, don't be surprised I, if Christian I Watson goes. for Christian Watson to be a first round pick. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. We argue about a lot, but when it's come to evaluating players, I, I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah, kid's a baller. Christian He's Watson. Star. 6'4", 208, ran a 4'36 at the combine. Yep. Not too shabby. All right. Uh, Play-in tournament is tomorrow. First, uh, first game's up. We have Cleveland, Brooklyn, Clippers, Minnesota. We've got Brooklyn laying eight and a half with a total of 228 and a half. It looks like the total has come down a little bit from open down to 228 and a half. That looks like it opened at 230. It actually peaked at 
peaked at 230 and a half. And then Clippers, Minnesota, 230 and a half, open at 233 and a half. So it looks like some money coming in on the under as well. Uh, Minnesota. I'm going to take the points in that game. You've switched your tune. Yeah, I just, I don't trust Brooklyn as a, a beat teams by double digits type of squad. Well, they have real lapses during the course of a game, especially on defense. Well, Sean, to your point, this year at home, the Nets are 5-26-1 as a favorite against the spread. Yeah, I, I like Cleveland here. They did beat the Nets. I mean, I trust Sorry, Darius beat the Garland. Cavaliers down the uh, last Friday night. Beat them 118-107. However, they needed a 16-point, uh, 35-19 fourth quarter victory to win that game. Yeah. I mean, you go. I, I like Evan Mobley. Um, I think Darius Garland's really good. Maybe I'll get... Mid two thousands, uh, Kevin Love, and I'll really be on to something with Cavs and the points. What did he do the other day? He had like eight threes and like fifteen. Minutes. He's been balling since LeBron posterized him. He, he, <laughs> maybe that woke him up. <laughs> he's up there for. He's not going to win Sixth Man of the Year, but he's going to be in the conversation. He'll be on the ballot. Maybe that right. woke him up. And you like uh, the Clippers? On yeah, the I like line. the Clippers money line. I think their wing depth and talent will be too much for the inexperienced Timberwolves. Last seven games, five and two ATS, six and one straight up for the Clippers. Clippers, Minnesota. We'll be sweating that one on the air. Maybe I'll roll with you. A little solidarity. Clippers uh, against the Timberwolves. All right. Thank you to Chris Miles and Nick Whalen. Once again, if you missed the wide receiver breakdown, we'll have that up on YouTube at some point. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Scott Seidenberg coming up next. Come on, Padres. Close it out. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.